Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What just happened to our world? Nature's deadliest organisms. She looks alien and really scary. They hijack our bodies. It's known as the silent killer. Disable our immune systems. I was just not strong enough to bear it anymore. And eat us from within. That was really tough. For those infected, they are the monsters inside me. Randy and Mark Lauren live in Monroe, Washington. Mark is very laid back. He's what keeps me strong and keeps me going. He's my shoulder to cry on. Randy's the life of the party. He's very outgoing. Definitely puts others first. Randy and Mark both work in sales. They have two children, 19-year-old Taylor and 13-year-old Trey. Taylor is definitely a hard worker. She is a lot like her mother in putting people first. Trey is just an athletic kid. He's very, very good at baseball. We're definitely proud of him. When it comes to parenting, Mark and Randy have different approaches. There's a lot of times Mark has to step in and tell me to take a breather. Randy can be a, a, a worrier. I'm probably the calming force in our relationship. It's a weekday morning in spring. Randy is in the kitchen getting breakfast ready for Trey. I was downstairs just drinking my coffee, and he's like, Mom, I'm really lightheaded. I just put it off to the fact that it was morning time and he needed to eat breakfast. But then he told me he wasn't hungry. In morning time, he usually does eat. He just wasn't his normal self. I was like, wow, this is weird. I just said, okay, bud, why don't you go lay back down in bed? I'll be up in just a second. Trey heads back to bed. 20 minutes later, Randy checks in on him. 
He was pale. He didn't have any of the rosiness that he usually does in his cheeks. I looked over at him and I was like, bud, you just don't look good. So I went and got the ear thermometer and took his temperature and it was 100.2. I thought maybe he was getting the flu that was going around. It was not a big deal. But then Randy notices a bandage on Trey's right knee. And I said, what is this? He said he was playing outside cops and robbers and I cut my leg, mom. He's kind of a klutz. I mean, he was always cutting himself. I wanted to check his knee out, and so I took off the bandage that was on it. The whole white part of the bandage was, like, soaked through. It was a clearish, yellowish fluid. I was like, God, this is so gross. He's got a little bit of a fever, and now his leg is oozing. I knew something wasn't right. Randy gives Mark a call to get his opinion. I was in Lake Tahoe for... A bachelor party, and there was a little bit of worry in her voice. Randy has a tendency to panic, but I wasn't worried about his knee. My temperament is to kind of get the facts and get expert opinion. Even though he'll be home from his trip later that day, Mark recommends that Randy take Trey to see a doctor right away. So she takes him to a nearby clinic. When we finally got called into the doctor's room, they had taken the bandage off so they could look at it. It was gross, but it needed to be done. That's when we noticed there was a red line right around Trey's knee. When you touched it, it was warm. I knew that this probably wasn't the flu, that there was something else more serious going on. And then the doctor said he probably had an infection in his knee. He put us on antibiotics and said everything should start healing up. There wasn't any concern on their end, so I thought now he's on antibiotic, everything's going to be fine. At home, Trey begins the course of antibiotics. A few hours later, Randy checks up on him. I went up to Trey's room, went to take a look at it, and me being so squirmish about stuff like that, I was just like, I don't want to look at this. But the knee had just gotten huge. I mean, double the size of his other knee. I didn't know what was going on. By this point, Trey was wondering why his leg kept getting more swollen. Everyone kept telling him once he started taking the antibiotics, it was going to start getting better, and it was getting worse. I was getting scared, but I didn't want Trey to see me worrying. That afternoon, Mark returns home from his trip. Wow. I just couldn't believe how big his knee was. It kind of made me feel better because I was like, oh my gosh, now I have someone that, you know, can see what I've been looking at this whole entire time. But we were concerned, very concerned. That's when we left for the ER. At the hospital, doctors put Trey on intravenous antibiotics, and orthopedic surgeon Dr. Clayne White takes on his case. When I met Trey, they were under the impression that this was an infection that was isolated to the knee. But when I looked at his knee, I could tell pretty quickly that that wasn't what was going on. He had something more. Dr. White marks the edge of the infection with a pen. A few hours later, he notices something alarming. His infection had spread several inches beyond the pen line, which is very fast in a very short time. And that's when I'm like, we've got a problem. To find out what's causing the mysterious infection, doctors scan Trey's knee. When I looked at the MRI, what I saw was that there was infection in the layer of the fascia. 
The fascia is a layer of tissue that holds the skin and muscles together. That's a very concerning area because when infection gets into the fascia, it has the ability to spread very quickly through the body. For Dr. White, the rapid progression of the infection is a telltale sign. We very much had to let Trey's parents know that he had a very serious condition on hand. Trey had necrotizing fasciitis. I didn't know what that was. We're all just in shock. Necrotizing fasciitis is caused by the flesh-eating bacteria Staphylococcus aureus. Inside Trey's body, the bacteria are growing in the tissue under his skin. There, they multiply rapidly, releasing toxins that cause the tissue to rot, leading to his rapidly spreading wound, swollen knee, and high fever. When he said flesh-eating bacteria, I just knew that this is not good at all. I thought, what is happening right now? What, what just happened to our world? What makes the Staphylococcus aureus bacteria so deadly is that they can be resistant to antibiotics. In the human body, the staph bacteria acquire genetic information from the surrounding cells. This helps the bacteria resist the effects of antibiotic medications. Staphylococcus aureus can lead to toxic shock, organ failure, and in up to 25% of cases, death. If we did not act quickly, Trey could lose his leg. He is 12 hours away from losing his leg. And Mark and I just didn't know what to do. 13-year-old Trey Lauren is suffering from the flesh-eating disease, necrotizing fasciitis. To save Trey's leg, doctors must take him into surgery to remove all the infected tissue. They started to wheel him out and... Oh. Hugged him and... Told him to hang in there. In the OR, Dr. White and his fellow surgeons cut into Trey's leg. Unfortunately, when you're removing the infection, you have to take a lot of the tissue that goes with it. Flesh-eating bacteria really spread much in the way a wildfire would. You really have to get ahead of it because the toxins that are released go to the heart and the lungs, which results in, in a deadly situation. Doctors inform Randy and Mark that Trey's condition is life-threatening. He is 24 hours away from losing his life. I couldn't stop crying because I didn't know what was going to happen. Not knowing if you're ever going to see him again alive. That was really tough. And after six hours of surgery, Dr. White returns to the waiting room with an update on Trey's condition. After having to give Trey's parents the worst news of their life, I was able to give them the best news of their life. Not only were we able to save Trey's life, but we also saved his leg. That was by far the, the happiest moment of our lives. And the next morning, Mark and Randy see something encouraging. We were sitting with Trey the morning after his surgery. He was coming out of anesthesia. He was talking with his eyes. You know, he couldn't say anything um, with the tube down his throat. 
nurse came in with a piece of paper and asked him to tell him what his pain was. He wrote down, you know, I love you, Mom and Dad, when we read what he had put on there. Um, obviously, we, we cried. I felt relief in just how he survived this, and it was a miracle. I always knew he was an awesome kid, you know, and this just kind of put an exclamation point at the end of it for me. My mom and my dad had never left the hospital. It was nice having them there, always there to comfort me. It was awesome. Three weeks later, doctors discharge Trey from the hospital, and he returns home. Staphylococcus is often found on the surface of skin, where it is usually harmless. But invasive staphylococcus infections can lead to life-threatening medical complications in as little as 12 hours. Infection most typically occurs when the bacteria get into the body through a break in the skin. Trey contracted the infection when he cut his knee playing cops and robbers with his friends. I was in the shed and I hit my knee on something. We'd think it was a nail. It felt just like a little scrape on my knee. It didn't feel like anything. It was surprising that something so small came so big. One year later, Trey is back on the baseball field. But Trey's necrotizing fasciitis has had a lasting impact. Struck a luck, and it looks like a baseball seam on my leg. I'm pretty proud of my stitches. It gets the girls. He's doing everything that he used to do, and probably even more now. Trey's my hero. Practicing good hygiene around wounds is vital to prevent infection. The World Health Organization recommends washing wounds thoroughly with soap and clean water, applying an antiseptic, and dressing the wound with a clean gauze daily. It was just literally oozing fluid. He was dying. Tom Myers and Dee Martinez live in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Dee is just one of those people that just embraces life. I love being around her, her energy. Tom's always been the kind of person that didn't like to sleep because life was so exciting. And I just really look forward to jumping into the day every day. Tom works at a clinic for alternative medicine, and Dee works at a health food store. Dee got me started on things like juicing and eating good foods. I just make it a point to maintain a healthy lifestyle. It's January. Dee and Tom have just moved into the same house together. It's a new adventure. It's the beginning of our lives together. It's kind of like a dream come true. We were home. To celebrate the move, Dee and Tom have friends over for dinner. I was taking something to the table. There was this, this piece of porcelain, and I dropped it. It was just this general sense of, of a lack of coordination that I had. It was just strange. My dishes are very important to me, so I just remember going, you will replace that. She was a little bit upset that I wasn't paying attention. I was more frustrated with myself than worried. The next day, Dee and Tom are unloading boxes. I remember coming out of the kitchen. I started to notice this rash on my left leg. 
It was kind of a typical eczema-like rash where it was, it was kind of red and scaly. It looked like prickly rash or when you get into the nettles. I wasn't that concerned. I thought, well, maybe it's just an allergy or something. It might pass. There were some homeopathic products that I had planned on using, and I remember thinking it should be fine in a week. Tom uses the natural remedy for several days, but the rash persists. I was at work, and I remember the rash not only spreading, but the uh, legs beginning to swell. The burning had become so intense, it was just driving me crazy. I remember just breaking down and scratching the rash until it bled. It was terribly frustrating at that point. Nothing that I was doing was working. But I was very reluctant to see a doctor that would likely put me on some sort of a drug that would have side effects. So Tom continues with homeopathic lotions. A month later, Tom and Dee are asleep at home. I remember being woken up in the middle of the night when my leg was just literally oozing fluid. The sheets were soaking wet. When I pulled the sheets off, bits of the rash would come off, bits of skin. Tom wakes up Dee. And that's when I went like, oh my God, oh my God, Tom. It was just horrifying. His rash was really disgusting. But that's not Tom's only issue. I had body aches all over. I began to have chills and symptoms of a flu. It was a very frightening experience because of the fever and, and how horrible he felt. It is not customary for me to seek out emergency medicine. And then I just remember going like, Tom, you have to understand, I'm the one who cares about you, and I'm the one who's looking at it, and I'm the one who is concerned about you. We're going to the hospital. Tom Myers has a severe rash on his leg. His girlfriend, Dee, rushes him to the ER. There, on-call doctors assess his condition. The ER doc that came in took a look at my legs and was shocked. He had seen rashes like that before, but said they were always produced by the body trying to get rid of something. And they were asking, are you taking medication? I mean, do you use drugs? And to which the answer was no. He immediately ordered a biopsy of the rash, but everything came back negative. It was just like, it was, it was staggering. Doctors give Tom a steroid medication. And when spring comes, his rash disappears. One day in fall, Tom is out getting some exercise. I went through a run, and I remember just being completely out of breath and not being able to sustain a jog for more than 15 seconds. I was really just feeling a burning sensation in my lungs. I was panting, huffing and puffing, trying to catch my breath. I remember at that point getting very concerned. Someone who's been active all his life, it was just simply not like me. 
Tom returns home. He exercises less and spends more time indoors. And as fall turns to winter, another odd symptom emerges. I remember putting on my pants in the morning and having them practically drop off of me. I remember squeezing my belt extremely tight just to keep my pants up. I was very, very, very worried. He was down to bone. I remember thinking that maybe I needed more fats or more calories. I remember eating coconut oil by the tablespoonful, literally just sticking the spoon in the jar of coconut oil and just consuming it right there in a matter of seconds and doing that throughout the day. Tom tries this approach for a couple of months, but his weight continues to drop. Meanwhile, Dee's been experiencing her own symptoms. I was at work. I would need to talk to one of my coworkers, and I couldn't recall their name. I would look at their name badge, and the name would not register. I would see the name, but nothing would go into my brain. That's not who I usually am. I'm very sharp. I just felt such a helplessness. I didn't know what to do, so I was concerned. Dee goes home early, but her brain fog and weariness linger for several months, and these symptoms are taking a serious toll. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always dive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. 
I felt fatigue. And it would take so much energy just to roll myself out of bed. And it was very confusing to feel like that. The life force was drained from her. I was extremely alarmed and knew that there was something that was causing this myriad of symptoms that we were both experiencing. My world went black, and I just remember looking at Tom and going, I don't want to live anymore. I was just not strong enough to bear it anymore. For three years, Dee Martinez and Tom Myers have suffered from a series of bizarre symptoms, ranging from unexplained rashes to fatigue and brain fog. Overwhelmed, they meet with a friend of the family, Dr. Erica Elliott. Tom was affected more on the physical plane, whereas Dee was profoundly fatigued and she had suicidal depression. It was quite a mystery. Dr. Elliott runs numerous blood tests. There was no evidence of a current infection. But I thought, it's curious. They both have high red blood cell count. A high red blood cell count is an indicator that the body is not receiving sufficient oxygen. For Dr. Elliott, this finding is the clue she needs to crack the case. When you see two people in the same house and they have some similar symptoms, that is a very clear indicator that you need to look at the environment. Dr. Elliott tells Dee and Tom to have their home inspected. So we had a local repair tech come take a look. He discovered that the heater was broken and leaking to the vents into every room of the house. Dee and Tom were suffering from chronic low-grade carbon monoxide poisoning. I was stunned. I remember being incredibly frustrated because we had carbon monoxide detectors in the house, and yet it never went off. I didn't comprehend because I'm just in a state of shock. Carbon monoxide is a toxic gas. Inside Dee and Tom's lungs, carbon monoxide moves from the air sacs into the bloodstream. There, the carbon monoxide particles form chemical bonds with the red blood cells, displacing oxygen and starving the tissue and vital organs of energy. This leads to Tom's rashes, difficulty breathing, and poor coordination, as well as Dee's memory loss and depression. I had no clue of how poisonous and dangerous it is. Carbon monoxide is known as the silent killer. Every year in the U.S., carbon monoxide gas is responsible for over 15,000 emergency room visits and over 500 deaths. Carbon monoxide poisonings commonly occur as the result of poorly maintained or poorly ventilated furnaces, heaters, stoves, or generators. I was angry and upset. If we waited a little bit longer, we would have died, probably in our sleep. In order to get their oxygen levels back to normal, Dr. Elliott advises the couple to do vigorous exercise while wearing oxygen masks. They also have their heater repaired. After months of treatment, their symptoms slowly diminish. Today, Dee and Tom have regained their health, but the carbon monoxide poisoning has made a significant impact. Several months after the carbon monoxide exposure, we ended our relationship. 
It's tough on relationships when both parties are as sick as we were. I do believe it cost us. It was really sad for me because I, I love Tom deeply, but the carbon monoxide changed both of us. This is why it's so emotional because it's just, I never, I never got Tom back. To prevent carbon monoxide poisoning, the CDC recommends installing a carbon monoxide detector with a digital meter, which can register low levels of the gas. The CDC also recommends having gas, oil, or coal-burning appliances serviced by a qualified technician every year. It was horrible seeing her so scared. It's my baby girl. I don't like seeing her in pain. Paola E. Berman and Jack Ha'o live on the big island of Hawaii. Our favorite thing to do is spend time at the beach and be together as a family. You can actually be up on a mountain and later be down at the beach. I love living here. They have three children, 13-year-old Joey, 10-year-old Jonah, and 8-year-old Jade. Jade, she's kind of our little nerd. She's constantly bringing home books from the library. She loves to read. It's an evening in early spring, and Haolai and Jack are at home with Jade. While I was cooking dinner, Jade mentioned her classmate getting a pair of glasses. And she said, they were really cool. I think I need some. But because her vision was perfect 2020, I said to her, that's not funny, Jade. We don't joke around about those kind of things. I was like, I'm not going to waste money and buy you some fake glasses. So I just blew it off, you know. A week later, Haolai enters Jade's room to get her ready for school. She physically was just beat. I felt her head to see if she had a fever. I thought Jade had good old flu, fever, cold, you name it, the works. And of course, the solution is to give flu medication. I didn't think it was anything very serious. After a few days resting at home, Jade's health bounces back. A few weeks later, the family is in the living room together. We were watching TV, and Jade said, my head is so sore, Mom. And she had tears in her eyes, and she just started crying. I thought and it was just a headache. And of course, the solution is to give pain medication. But even with ibuprofen, the headaches don't go away completely. For the rest of the spring and through the summer, Jade's headaches mysteriously come and go. And as fall rolls around, Ho'ola'i notices something else. Put Jade to bed that night, and I noticed she had the book right up to here to read the words. I knew something was wrong. And then I started to feel guilty. And I immediately thought, my poor baby needs glasses. She really is having a hard time to see. Ho'ola'i takes Jade to an eye doctor. They dilated her eyes. The doctor looked and she turns around and she says, Miss Berman, in the back of her left eye, we see a mass. 
A mass in the eye can represent scar tissue from an injury or reaction to an infection, or it can be a tumor. That really made me freak out. Doctors have just discovered a mysterious mass in eight-year-old Jade Hotow's left eye. So now my concern level is totally, I'm worried. The doctor prescribes Jade glasses and puts her on antibiotics. A week later, Jack and Holy take Jade to another specialist who performs a follow-up eye exam. He said that mass behind her eye was getting bigger. I was wondering why is it getting bigger? He said that she was losing her vision. My heart dropped. Though the doctor can't identify the mass, he suspects that it's an inflammation. To reduce the swelling, he plans to administer steroids directly into the mass. He said they are going to inject a needle in her eyeball. The doctors prepare the girl for a difficult procedure. So they lay her in this chair. I felt helpless, you know, worried. And seeing that needle go in her eye and trying to hold back my tears was so hard. I was mad and cringing at the same time, you know. It's my baby girl, you know, and I don't like seeing her in pain, so. She screamed. She felt a burning sensation. But she got through it. It was done. Two days later, they returned for a follow-up exam. We went back, and he said it didn't do anything. The doctor finally said, nobody knows what it is here. You need to take her to the mainland. I was scared, and I was panicking. With Jade's headaches continuing and her vision still getting worse, Paola E and Jade take a flight to Los Angeles. There, doctors take Jade's blood samples and run a series of highly specialized blood tests. The doctor informed me that in her blood work, it came back positive for a parasite called a toxicora. A parasite? What do you mean, a parasite? Toxicara is a parasitic roundworm. Inside Jade's eye, the Toxicara parasites latch on to her retina. The parasite's presence causes inflammation and scarring to the eye, leading to her blurry vision, headaches, and ultimately the mass in her eye. There was a parasite living in the back of my daughter's eye. I was so scared. I, I was terrified. The Toxicara parasites have a special coating that they use as protection against the body's immune cells. This ability allows them to thrive in nearly any part of the human body, but it is often in the eye where they are the most dangerous. There, the infection can go unchecked, resulting in blindness and even complete loss of the eyeball. My first question was, can we save her vision? Will she get her vision back? But then he said, it's not about saving her vision at this point, it's about saving her eye. He was talking about maybe having to lose her eye completely and having to take her eye out and replace it with a glass eye. I mean, she was like hyperventilating, crying. To save her eyeball, doctors schedule eye surgery to remove the parasitic mass. 
At great expense, Jade's father, Jack, takes a last-minute flight to California and arrives just as doctors wheel Jade into surgery. I hugged her and I told her, I love you, Jade. And then she said, I love you, Dad. She actually said, why me, you know? And I cannot answer that. I was lost for words, you know? The doctors begin the delicate procedure. They took Jade's eye out of her socket to remove the parasite from the back of her eye while it was still connected without damaging the nerve or the retina and all its connections. The x-rays didn't do the mask any justice how massive it was. It was scary. Toxicara parasites are infecting eight-year-old Jade Ha'au. To save her vision, surgeons have taken her left eyeball out of the socket to cut out the parasitic colony. The doctor said it was like scraping off cardboard. It was actually that thick behind her eye. Ha'olai and Jack are in the waiting room. I was feeling everything. Anxious, tired, scared, worried. After three hours in surgery, doctors wheel Jade back into the recovery room. After surgery, one eye, of course, was bandaged up. I was like, oh my gosh, my poor baby. Jade recovers, and a week later, doctors check her eye to see if the surgery worked. And they removed her bandage. After the surgery, the doctor said that her eye can be saved, so that was a happy part because I, I thought that she was going to lose her eye. We were just squeezing each other and so happy. It's amazing. Toxicara parasites typically cycle between dogs and rabbits. Inside the dog's intestines, Toxicara parasites mature and mate, laying countless eggs that are passed into the environment through the dog's feces. If an animal such as a rabbit eats the feces, it too will become infected. When an uninfected dog eats the contaminated animal, the parasites move into the dog's intestines and complete the life cycle. Humans can become infected when they ingest contaminated dog feces. Though the family doesn't have dogs, there is a playground near Jade's home that is frequented by dog owners. They're kids. They touch dirt, they touch the grass, they touch the ground. I thought it could possibly have been contracted down there. After two weeks of recovery at the hospital in California, doctors approved Jade's return home to Hawaii. Today, two years later, Jade is leading a normal life. But the Toxicara infection has made a permanent mark in her left eye. She can't see straight on. It's like a black dot in the front. But up to this point, I don't see it hindering her at all. I'm so blessed. I'm just really proud of the person she is. Some other people, they're totally blind and they don't even know what light is. They don't even know what the color of blue is. So I'm really happy that I even have eyesight. Infection in humans is most common among small children because they're more likely to eat dirt and play in areas which may contain the parasite's eggs. The CDC advises parents and caregivers to not allow children to play in areas that may be contaminated with dog or other animal feces. For more blood-curdling monsters and their hideous habits, visit our website 
animalplanet.com slash monsters inside me. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.